What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode letter orange of the Overwhelmed Gamer Podcast, where each week we dive into a gaming topic, unravel my ever-growing backlog, share what's currently gripping our controllers, deliver a not-so-insightful spoiler-free game review, and laugh at the absurdity of the gaming world with Dumbass of the Week, all while sipping on a couple of cocktails. This week, we'll be discussing our preference between digital or physical games, reviewing Octopath Traveler. I am your host, Jason. I'm being joined this week once again by Scott and Ashley. So grab your drinks, slap your mom, let's go. Welcome, welcome, gamers and tipsy adventurers, to the Overwhelmed Gamer Podcast, where we unravel the mysteries of our game backlog, sip on some questionable drinks, and dive headfirst into the nostalgic world of classics and the mind-bending realm of homebrews. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast, everyone, and welcome in Scott and Ashley. Uh, what's happening? How are you guys? Hey, what's happening? Not much. Uh, we're good. I'm good. Cool. What you guys been playing this week? Anything Anything good to talk about before we get into topics and all yeah, that kind of stuff? Ashley's been stealing that game. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's bullshit. Yeah, we've been fighting back and forth on Dragon Quest Monsters. We've taken to our own sides when it comes to that game. So he's buffing his monster pairs or like types and then i'm buffing mine and making like a dream team with both and then hopefully combining the two to make like one big team honestly it's really cool uh you have like so many different types of monsters that you can pick from and it's really fun so is that is that the only game are you guys just still playing that right now or is there anything else that's going on it's kind of a it's a kind of you know what? It's a game that you grind a lot on. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very time-consuming. Well, I looked it up, and like you could, it says you can beat the game in two hours. Or something. I think we're at the like seventy-two hour mark, and we're not even through. Holy Christ! Really? It was just you know, but that's more or less you know us messing around. Well, yeah, because I, and again, it's just it's just a game that you grind a lot. You know, you make new monsters or you synthesize new monsters. You know, um, you find another one. Beef them up, and then you go back to previous levels and level them up, and then basically cool. move on from there. Well, and you guys are too, I, Ashley. I don't know about you, but I know Scott. You um kind of are the, one of those people that like to try and hundred percent everything and do everything you possibly can in a game and exhaust it before you. You move know what? On. I was talking to a, I was talking to him earlier today. We were just talking about that. It was like um, Xenoblade Chronicles or something like that. You know, I put so many hours into those games. They say in that, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles is probably been the hours. Well, I had over mm-hmm. 200 hours. You know, Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, there was no way I was not going to do everything yeah. you possibly did. I, I, didn't, I did not do everything. You, I got pretty close. I didn't do all the monster hunts that, yeah, I did. that you did. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there was um, nothing in that game. That I remember I when you were doing them, too. Yeah. I just wanted to beat it before you did so I could make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. For somebody that hadn't beat a game in 20 years, all of a sudden, hey man, yeah, I beat yeah, Hogwarts yeah. Legacy. I beat, you know, I beat Final Fantasy. Sixteen. And you didn't even do everything in Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy either. I did. I did enough to get the entire ending, though. So, like, I got to whatever that I think it's like level 40 is what you need to be at in order to go through. So, like, you do the whole story and you finish the story quest, but then there's like a very, very end ending that you get that you have to be at level 40 in order to do. And I, I did grind, surprisingly, because this isn't like me. Usually I'm one of those fucking guys because I have such a backlog that I'm like, all right, I beat it, main story is done, on to the next, I'm good, whatever. You know, I want, a, I want a new story. And with that one, I enjoyed it so much that I did actually still grind to gain levels in order to get, like, the, the very ending ending. I didn't, like, try and 100% it or anything because why. Um, but, yeah, so... Who so, uh, said why? you know how big my backlog is and i'm gonna keep adding to it and that's kind of part of this whole thing is i'm gonna i want you guys to add to it as well because there's there's so many games out there um uh, just to kind of we'll just talk about it a second you can just assume that i didn't play anything from the playstation 3 through the playstation 4 era so that includes like xbox 360 
Nintendo Wii U, right? Would kind of Wii? fit there. Maybe the Wii, Wii U. I, I had okay. a Wii, but I didn't really have many games for it. The Wii U would have been in there as well. PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One. Um, so any any of that that era, I um, you can just assume that I haven't played anything for that. Okay. And I I want to because now I actually own all all those consoles, so I can't go back and play anything for the PS4, the 360, the one, the PS4. Obviously, the you know anything newer as well. But Scott, that's it. That's all you've been playing right now. You just doing right the, now. That's all we've been playing. I, that's all. Ashley okay. yeah, Ashley that's been our main been focus. Well, Ashley and her husband have been playing other games. I'll go ahead with Ashley. Ashley, what games have you been? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you would you any other well, pickups? Well, I haven't picked up any. The only game that I've been playing besides Dragon Quest Monsters is unfortunately. <laughs> It depends on uh, the group, but like Sims 4 um, has a new expansion pack that we talked about last time, the new For Rent expansion pack, and it's huge, right? Like, it's it's something that a lot of Sims 4 fans have been talking about wanting for a while, mm-hmm. so I've been playing the hell out of that. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. It's, um, other than that, I've been watching my husband play all the the new release free games on uh the PlayStation Network or the PlayStation Pass. I don't remember I don't know what it's called. Yeah, whatever it else. But, yeah. PSN or whatever. I forgot what came out. I well I yeah. know one. Now I'm see now I'm gonna look it up. This is, makes for horrible He's podcasting. Playing, what is it? One I think it's like right I don't know what it's called. I can ask though. Um but oh, uh, I should have asked games. before it. Here let me I'm just looking at yeah, it. Because... Um it looks like almost like a uh, Jason and I were talking about this, or kick, yeah. Jason and I were talking about this before we um, started the podcast too. Um, it's like a Red Redemption mixed with so God of War. I feel, yeah, but the, like an older God of War. This month, the PS monthly games are Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, Like a Dragon, and Little Nightmare. Is it one of those? Or is it What's the one that has um? I whatever one that looks like like a cowboy type or like an old western type. Like it's not Tony Hawk. Uh, the character- <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not good. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely not Tony Hawk. Oh, that's cool. I kind of want to know what that one is. I, um, well, I like those the games older are great. Tony Hawk games. Yeah, those are, those yeah, are I like the older Tony Hawk games. Um, yeah, I don't know which one it is. I mean, who knows? Like, is it did, did it particularly come out this month, or was it a game that he had added a no, month or so ago? Or he may, oh, maybe he bought it. Okay, pretty sure yeah, it came out this it. month. Yeah, who knows? It's hard but to keep maybe. up. Maybe, yeah, maybe. It was. I, a try. It was well, I don't think he bought it because he downloaded it right in front of me, so I know he didn't buy it. Hmm. I tried Lucky to keep, and it was mixed the, between a couple with those well, monthly you know, downloads. Got like four hundred, five hundred games on his. <laughs> on a cloud or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. download and so you got to put them in the archive, and then if you want to that is them, true. download yeah. them, yeah, so yeah, it might have been game it your... for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but it was kind of a weird game, dude. It was like a Western, but it played just like God of War. Like, you walk up to a yeah. chest, and you just that's how I felt, chest, you know, it was like. It was hmm. like it looked, I was like, what the hell, man? It looks just like God of War. He said something too. He's like, except the guy's walking around in a cowboy hat, and whatever else, you know, chaps yeah. or whatever. You, it, you know, I mean, it was like an old Western. Yeah, you're still well, in like an old Western type game, but, but it played yeah, like God of War. I'm fucking clueless. I don't know what the hell's out there anymore, but, but I try and go well, on my PS5. That one, I mean, he's also. He's also playing that other one now. You need to know the name of that one. You switch into different monsters, for a better lack, or for a lack of a better word. Oh, like I don't know the name like of that. the game. Yeah, I, mean, it, I know what like he's a, talking about, and I wish I got the name of the game, but it's like, it's almost like a, um, he had a, looks like an old I, game, I asked him to, well, I actually asked him to play it because it looked like a Sea Stars type. You know, like as as far as like um the gameplay goes, but it kind of is. But it has like so you have one character that's like you start with this one character that's like just completely like bare, right? Like just completely bare, no powers, no nothing. And then you gain different character powers, right? Like you get to switch your yeah, but you get, you get to pick, switch your person, right? Like you're still the same yeah. person. Yeah, it's like a it's, but it's not an outfit. You're like literally switching 
people. So you can be a mermaid. You can be like you're you're switching creatures, um, and you gain yes. those powers with it. And um, but it's but it looks like a um, it plays. It looks like it plays like a sea of stars. Um, except actually, it looks like an you, old school. Um, it's not. Yeah, except it's not turn based. Like right, like with fighting wise, you, you know, like you, you can you can just fight. Right, like you can walk through it. You could just that battle. sounds like a game I'd be. That would be right up my alley because I love that kind of it, shit. It which is, okay, okay. Which is uh, kind of a cool thing, so too. especially especially with reviewing Octopath Traveler this week. It um, kind of along those lines, right? Yeah, but it looks it definitely right but, but I'm yeah just like, graphics, like old school graphics yeah. yeah uh we won't talk about that yet though um but for me this i have i haven't played shit this week to be honest with you because i've been so focused on trying to get the podcast all set up and ready and easier to do and um uh my streaming setup too i've tried so this all right i got a funny story for you. this pissed me off i finally got last night i was like dude i got everything set up it's recording great the stream looks good on the computer it's smooth. I mean, I could. Pra- I mean, it's it's so good. I can practically play the game and look at like OBS, which is like the streaming software, and it's almost dead on. Like, I feel like I can play the game on it. There's that little lag, and I was I was like, okay, I'm finally gonna do this. I got took me a little bit to get my audio set up, and I did. I set it up. I streamed for about like I think I even sent you guys a text just saying, hey, I'm I'm gonna go live on here if you're interested. All the other times, Ashley, that you've seen me go live. That's come up. It's just been a test, just me fucking with it to make sure yeah. to see if I can get it working. So I did about an hour yesterday, and I forgot to fucking push the button to actually send out the stream. So I was literally sitting there talking to my goddamn self for an hour, talking about the game, giving <laughs> great commentary over it, and all this stuff. And I forgot to fucking hit the button to actually stream the goddamn thing out. So I'm super pissed. Not super pissed, but uh, I guess oh, it was man. good practice, if anything else. But um, for uh, anybody that's interested, yeah, I, I stream uh, homebrew games is my my focus for any of my streams on Twitch. And it's just, it's the overwhelmed gamer on Twitch. And right now I'm playing um, Dungeons and Doom Nights. Um, maybe I'll put this on YouTube or something, but I here's the... I, the... I think I know that. So, yeah, I, I think we... Sh- maybe I showed this last... He told you. It's upside down, dude. No, it's because the camera is uh, flipped over. It's not no, enough. it's not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm drunk. But anyway, this was the the one that we got, um, the first guy that we talked to that gave us all the other swag, too. Like, we got, like, the, the they call oh, it the Pretendo Midwest, Pop. Oh, at the Midwest Gaming Classic? At the Gaming Classic, right. So, um, and maybe we talked about this on last week's episode. I don't remember if we did or not. But anyway, that's the game I'm still streaming um, on Twitch. And I've played like the first hour of the game six times now. I yeah, I think trying to figure out like how to do the streaming thing, but I think I got it sorted. And I'm probably gonna try and do one maybe tomorrow night. The game is just badass. So as far as what I've been playing, um, that's really about it. I've been playing that. My youngest one and I have been playing this game called Roots. It's on Steam, and it's a it's like a I don't want to say it's it's not a total like point-and-click adventure game, but it's more like a point-and-click, like, escape room game. So you you go into these different rooms, and it's a little morbid, too, because you have to do shit like collect teeth and drop them in a jar and do this weird stuff to these people. And uh, But it's all, like, point-and-click based, so you do this to get the key to open up this cabinet to get the next item, to which I am a... Sucker for those games. I love that shit. Takes me back to the like the old King's Quest days back in the day on my PC. So um it reminds me of like a, a mystery. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that that would probably be the best way to think about it. Yeah. Like what is it, like the seventh guest in the eleventh hour or whatever Jesus Christ, yeah, those games fucked up. Yeah, I don't those are great though like, too. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um I mean, and then as far as like, like maybe, well, that's all PC ones. But yeah, all the other ones that we played, I remember playing. That, right. Well, no. Well, even the NES, we played Deja Vu, The Uninvited. Um, what's the other one that's out there? Uh, Shadowgate. Those are like the three, and those were. I mean, to a certain extent, wasn't Maniac Mansion like that? Yeah, you could you could probably lump Maniac Mansion into there, except you were actually with Maniac Mansion on the NES. You actually had control of the people. 
you know, where the the ones that I had mentioned, it was just like first person and you moved from room to room. Uh, But same kind of thing, point click, you know, get this to put here to do that, to, you know, get to the next section. But which I'm a super fan of. It's, I don't know what you would call that. Like just point and click games, I guess, is kind of the the idea behind that. Well, every time we bring it up, we always say. Right, right. That's the one. Because that was like the first one that I played of that genre and I've I've loved those games ever since and there's still a lot of them that I actually have in my backlog that I want to get to and some that I've played um but as far as pickups this week um I picked up or not really picked up but I added Death Stranding to my PS5 um which was it's part of the PlayStation's whatever the hell I have the ultimate whatever the fuck they call it the you know where you can download like whatever they have. Whatever yeah, yeah, it's like Game Pass for the yeah, like Game Pass for the PlayStation, right? So I yeah. put Death Stranding in my backlog. Um, I also picked up the Expanse. Talking about like point and click, that's a um, a Telltale game. I, are you guys familiar with Telltale? They do it. They do oh, like right. mostly point and click games. Um, like one of my favorites is like they did Back to the Future. Um, they've also done they they've done a Batman game. They've done a Game of Thrones game. They did a Walking Dead game. Um, in fact, Scott, we ran yeah, into so a they're, guy that, um, so they're all about like um, based off of T show movie type. Not always, not always, but they've they they started so they like um, how do what do they start with? Well, I guess they do do a lot of that. Uh, but they also have some original titles too. Like they have one that's called The Wolf Among Us, which is basically it's uh it's set in like a fairy tale land where but you're like the wolf, like the big bad wolf, as like this detective in this fairy world land, and it's like super um adult oriented though. And really, really, really cool. I super recommend it for anybody that's hasn't checked out or if they're into adventure games. Um, but anything shoot Larry. Right, yeah. So, um, but yeah, any of the Telltale series are—they're uh, just amazing. I, I love those. Scott, we actually talked to a guy in line two years ago at the gaming expo uh, that worked for Telltale. And I was talking to him about like what you know what they're doing and whatnot. It was—I um, oh, yeah, don't know well, if you that was the that guy that saying, "Yeah, I helped work on that or something like that." Yeah, I helped so, develop uh, it. Yeah, so this Expanse game, um, it was on sale. I, I I picked it up on my Xbox Series S. It was on sale for like 14 bucks or something like that. Um, and it's a TV show that I haven't watched, but now I'm curious because like I was on, I don't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram, and talked about it. And they were like, yeah, um, but everyone was saying that you should definitely watch the TV show before you play the game because it'll just make it that much better. So now I'm like, ah, oh, shit. It's called The Expanse. It's a sci-fi show that was, I, I don't know how, how long it ran or anything. I I'm, I don't know much about it, but I'm like, all right, if I can find a show to it. My wife is into sci-fi stuff too. So um, it'd be a great thing to add to, for her and I to watch, and then I can play the game after. So There you go. Um, Fun for the whole family. Right. I win. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing I wanted to do before we move on to our topic of the week is um, I kind of, you know, I obviously explained a little bit at the beginning of this, but. I want to come up with a way where, I mean, you guys can always add to my backlog at any time, but any listeners out there too, and I'll, you know, hit us up on my, on any of the socials. Um, they'll be in the show notes or you can visit us at my, the, the website is overwhelmedgamer.show and it has all the social networks, my streaming stuff or whatever. So you can hit me up there or whatever, but I'm looking to add to my backlog, um, and I'm also trying to expand. Like, I I pigeonhole myself into RPGs, obviously. If you know me, or even... Yeah, I've got to probably set some parameters or something. Right, right. But But we're not talking about a Tiger Woods. We're not talking about... But I'm open to it. No, sports games... I'm not talking about Call of Duty or any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not... Good RPGs or good even that's adventure. That's why he would be interested in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah. opposed to anything. So, like, if there's a game out there that you're like, dude, I can't believe you didn't play this game on the PS3 or the Xbox 360 or the Wii or whatever, you know, hit me up because I'll add it to the backlog and play it, and then give you my take on it. 
at some point. You know, we'll we'll do a review on it and talk about um, it. But that's kind of what I'd like to even know that uh, even though we played a lot of them. Um, I, I, I'd like to stay away from MMO. I'm not going to play like, a fucking MMO. I can guarantee you that. I just don't yeah. have time. I barely have time to play oh, anything exactly. new. Exactly. Uh, maybe on one of these episodes, we could talk about the backlog of MMO games that, or even old school MMO games. There's, I don't, I don't have a backlog of MMO games because there's only one that's good ever in the history of MMOs, and that's Ultima Online. But we probably well, should do an episode on that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I review, and again, that's cool. That's we, awesome. yeah. I, I still have a friend that still plays. Yeah, you know, and, I, and they still come out with rewards every year, and that's somebody's old account. He's years. got my old account. Yeah, that's what it is. I think. Yeah, and, uh, it is. It totally so is. Think, so it's like I think he's got like twenty years into it or something. He's it's still crazy. playing. It. <laughs> I know, and I've jumped into it here and there. I mean, we did. We jumped into. We all jumped into it again in COVID for like a cup of coffee because I hooked up Joe. Well, uh, like everybody knows, Joe. Anyway, but my cousin Joe. He used to play with us, and it was like during COVID, so we were like, you know, your friend circle became a little bit more limited, but. You're like, dude, let's play Ultima together again. And we did for a little bit, but then I realized I actually didn't have time <laughs> to play something like that as well, much as I wanted. You know, I talk about grinding. And I do like grinding yeah. games. You know, obviously, I put so many hours in a game that you don't necessarily need. Um, but, you know, I, I played World of Warcraft. To be honest with you, I, I think that I was a waste of two and a half years of my life. <laughs> you know, because that's yeah. all I did was I went to work. When I got home from work, my computer was already on. You know, I mean, yeah. I was sitting down doing that. You know, I'd throw something in the microwave and then sit right yeah. there and eat, and, you know, make sure that World of Warcraft was on. Waiting sure. for everybody to jump on <laughs> or whatever the hell was voice there. Whatever we were using at the time, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a whole other. Yeah. We're, we're going to put MMOs in uh, a gaming topic. So, um, that's a. <laughs> We like to and go on a tangent. Ashley and I both play. I think Ashley still has an account with Final Fantasy Online. So I went. We played one. That, I do. One. that one is a lot better. Yeah. That, that, one, that one was much better than. Um, honestly, if you look up on Google right now, it's the top MMORPG out there. And they're still continuing to bring stuff out. Like they're, they put out um, when Dead and I stopped playing um, about six months to. About six to eight months later, they announced that they're putting out another expansion. And we thought they were done, right? Like, we stopped playing and we thought they were done with expansion packs, new storylines, and all that. And yeah, yeah, they just put like, everything back up. Yeah, and that was the last one that we played. Final yeah, Fantasy, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy uh, 14. Nice. Well, it was like. It was 11 and 14. Final Fantasy 11. Right. Was the yeah, it's 14 now. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I actually I have those online. games. I have those games for the PS2. I think I know I just need to sell them because I think they're useless yeah. now, but I think there's... I might keep them. I thought... I don't want to go... All right. Well, I'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent. That'll be another episode of talking about collecting. Yeah. I want to get on to our topic of the week, which is a... Quick discussion, not quick, well, maybe it'll be quick, maybe it won't. A discussion about physical and digital uh, media it, pertaining to games. I don't give a shit about movies and all that kind of stuff, although it kind of goes hand in hand, I it guess. Yeah, it all ties. Yeah, it all ties together. Yes and no. You, you can see it, right? The, the industry is definitely going all digital. It's not going to be, I, I would guess... You may see Nintendo still have some kind of physical presence with their next system, just because I would have to guess that they're going to try and make it backward compatible with the Switch, with you know the current Switch, whatever the fuck they call this new iteration mm-hmm. of Nintendo system. I could be completely wrong. Who the fuck knows? Nintendo likes to do goofy shit with you know in between good consoles. You know, they might come out with a console that you can only control with your fucking feet or something. So I don't freaking who knows, right? <laughs> but um, so they might have some kind of physical presence. And I know in Japan, um, the physical presence of the games is huge. You could see it like Xbox. Like I have an Xbox Series S, which is only digital. PlayStation 5, there's an only digital and a disc version. It, the the industry's out obviously moving in that direction. Scott. I wanted to hear your opinion. I know you buy most of your games 
phys- or not digitally. You're a kind of a digital person at this point. Um, I, and the the industry is well, definitely. I wish I kept, I wish I kept some of the old ones. Right. I still do have a lot of things. Um, yeah. That I kind of integrated with. I have them all by myself. Sure. All of a sudden became just put on her shelf. And then, um, yeah, but I don't know. I think it's digitally, I guess, is an easier way to go. Plus, I don't have to go to the store. I can just sit there and download it right from my couch or chair or whatever. I don't know. Especially when you're looking for games. Like, if you don't know, say, okay, I'm ready. I finished such and such. Now I want to move on. So then you go through, you got the library right there. So it's almost shopping. It's almost like walking around shopping. Um, but you can do it right there on the TV screen. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, that one sounds good. And then you watch the trailer for it. And if that looks good, then you download it. You know, so I guess it's, it, it's especially the fact that you can watch the trailer before you download it. I like that. I do. I, I like that. That's idea convenient. So you're not just, well, and you don't, yeah, you just don't, uh, all of a sudden, you know, there's been plenty of times where I went to the store. We went to GameStop or GameStop or whatever. Game or Fun Poland. I was confused. Even back then, you know, I remember, yeah. you know, two hours just to pick up Final Fantasy three. you know. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just picked up games and you started playing it. And it was just like, ah, you know, I why did I pick? You know, so I went and spent 40 bucks on a game. I'm, I only played for an hour. Trust me, I give every game an opportunity, you know. Yeah. There's some games that I picked up and I played and I beat, but I'm not out there proud that I did it because I thought it was a dumb game. I played it and beat it because I bought it. Nice. Anyway, I like, I, I honestly agree with everything that you said when it comes to buying digital games, digital store, all that. It's just super convenient. Um, You get it right away. Right, like when you oh, as soon as you download, right, uh, you don't have to wait a certain amount of days, or unless you go and pick it up with you drive there and pick it up right from the store. But it loses its the nostalgia aspect, like it loses some type of nostalgia aspect if you don't buy it. What we're seeing well, now sure. is like it also loses its value. All value is gone because digital is digital. It's just there online. No, you don't that have is a great point. That is a great all. point. So, Jason, I know that you're a collector, yeah. a physical copy, and which is awesome. That's kind of one of the things that you do at the Midwest Gaming Classic is you're constantly looking. You collect it. And yeah. what Ashley had said about the digital aspect is it does lose its value. You can't resell um, digital games. So with you having the physical games, and then like when we went to the Midwest Gaming Class, you're always looking for that diamond in the rough. There's always, you know, there's 50 different vendors there selling all the old, all the old school games. So I know that, you know, and some of them you look at, like I remember going to the uh, Midwest Gaming Class quite a few years ago, and we yeah. came across a copy of Final Fantasy II still in the package, still, yeah, still uh, shrink wrapped and everything, and it was 180 bucks, you know, and I remember playing. How did I can fit over? Um, so I remember, and it was like 180 bucks. You know, when that game first came out, I remember playing like 30, 40 bucks. You know what I mean? I know. Well, it was probably, you know, it was, yeah. Yeah, somewhere so, I mean, yeah, 40, 40, 50, probably. A physical copy is a collector, you know? So, I mean, it, as oh, yeah. a collector, it, it's worth something to somebody. You know what I mean? So, and you can't do that digitally. And I know that was kind of one of the, you know, one of the things back before the Xbox came out with their new system, or even before when I think they, yeah, I think it was. Right when they came out with the, right after the three six, they said that they were no longer going to sell physical copies of the game. Yeah, yeah, and then they, and they, they changed it up. Yeah, yeah, and then they changed their mind because they got such a backlash. Well, you know what, they did it anyway. You know, I'm Sony that's, did it anyway. I mean, they all did it anyway. So, and, I, and I get it. That's that's where yeah they so, wanted to put they wanted to put uh, games GameStop out of business. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. to put all these resellers out of business, you yeah. know, but it turns out that all the old school games are all worth like money. Well, yeah. so, so, you know, they, you can find somebody that would want to buy, it, you know, there's right. somebody there's, out there and there's a lot of classic gamers. Out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's that, a ton of collectors out there. <laughs> and, um, like for me, like I do, if I can, I go the physical route for one. I like the idea of if I buy a physical game, like let's say let's just where's let's just take Final Fantasy sixteen for an example. I downloaded the demo and I played it and I was like, dude, this is great. I can't wait to play the full game. Um, but I purchased 
the the physical game when it came out, and and the reason is because well, one of the things that I really like. Let's say I play I let's say I bought the physical game and I played it for let's say three hours and I was like, oh, the demo was cool, but I don't really like this. Then I'm you know if I would have bought it digitally, I would have spent whatever eighty dollars on the game and. I'm SOL that I spent $80 on a game that I don't like. And I it's I'm fucked. There's nothing I can do about it. Where with what? the physical copy, I could, you know, even if I sold it for a quarter of the price, at least I can some of that or even better yet, I can say, Hey, so-and-so you might enjoy this game here. You give it a shot and you play it for a little bit. You enjoy it when you're done with it, bring it back to me and then I'll fucking resell it or whatever. That's one of the things that I super miss about the physical media. And and even to this day, if I can buy something physically, I'm buying it physically just for those reasons. And I'm a nerd and I want to put it on my shelf and be like, this is fucking cool. You're a collector. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a collector in a sense of, you know, some of these people that are out there, they want like, I'm going to buy the full NES collection. I'm going to buy the full set. You know, I don't want that shit. But what I do want is games that... Either one have nostalgic feeling or value or something that I'm like, dude, I remember playing this game back in the day and I just absolutely loved it. And I want to actually own the physical media and display it and enjoy it when I come down into my space. And and I'm just like, dude, this is freaking cool. I actually own this game. Nobody can ever not, you know, I, I can always play it no matter what, unless a console fails or something like that but yeah that and that's kind of my whole take with it is i hate that they're it's moving that way but i do understand as well because like as far as like let's take a game company's perspective they don't want people to be able to play the game for a little bit and then sell it to like a secondhand store and let them resell it over and over again because once it goes into like the secondhand market the company's not making any money off of their property. Well, that's, that's it. Well, that's, the, been, uh, that's been the argument for years and years. That's why Microsoft right. wanted to put those companies out of business. I mean, right. that was the yeah. whole idea behind it. And they were yeah. like, and they were getting mad because they think, oh, hey, it's my game. You know, it's our game still. We should be getting a cut of that. And there's no way for them to be able to get a cut. Right. If it's a physical copy and then once it leaves. Right. And I get, I, and I, Remember they Fuck. went through that whole thing that no matter what, whether it was digitally downloaded or bought physically, they were going to do this thing where you had to register the game right, they were checking online. right off the bat. So then well, that's you what couldn't kind of, That's what kind of fucked the, the Xbox One, I think. When Xbox One yep. started coming out, they had all, and I don't remember um, because I'm, we're just talking here. I don't remember the actual specifics, but it was something along those lines where they were like, you can't trade games, you can't borrow it to a friend whatever, blah, 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 you can't do any of that. And people revolted. They were like, fuck you, Xbox. And they never, because the 360 did really, really well. Um, And then once Microsoft put all those rules in place for the one and the revolt came from the community, people, I think that's kind of what did in the Xbox One because the PS4 just kicked the shit out of it. I mean, it beat it like a red stepchild as far as sales and everything else goes so well you um, know that's just i mean that's par for the course dude. companies just yeah. every once in a while shoot themselves in the foot you know right i will say though it's nice say, of... look at look at disney now you know because disney just screwed everything and they like and i'm even talking about video games because disney video games suck you know it, it just they didn't do anything to help them you know and you know yeah. and now they're they lost 450 million dollars this year or whatever the hell it was i haven't paid attention to any of that every yeah i don't remember what the exact number but they lost disney he had stock at disney he lost money playing so oh. but you know so i mean and there's companies that just it, it, they you know i think microsoft is one of the ones at the time they well microsoft got themselves uh, sorry go ahead well, well microsoft basically just came out and said Hey, this is what we want to do because we want to set the trend. But yes, there was a big backlash. You know, I mean, that just, it, it, you can go back in history, you know, even yeah. recent history, you see a lot of companies doing the same thing that people just backlash. And that was the one that Microsoft yeah. did and then shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, they, and, right. You know what? And I'm, and I'm the same thing. I read that article and I was like, you know what? You're going to screw that up for me. I'm not going to be able to resell my game. I'm buying the PlayStation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. 
the thing with Microsoft, and I get it, right? Like, uh, Microsoft, like the the Xbox for Microsoft is like a side hustle. Microsoft makes all their fucking money on Windows and their server software and all that kind of shit. They make they're they're like you know they're like eight times the size of Sony as far as like the 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 revenue that they make and the Xbox part of my and I don't know don't like come at me with all kinds of numbers because I didn't like look everything up, but I want to say like Xbox is like literally like 18% of Microsoft's revenue. So it's literally like a side hustle. It's like a, you know, Oh, we're going to play Xbox over here. Cause it, it's, it, it doesn't matter to them, but they have the money to put into it. And I think that's why they're going the game pass route where they're like, I don't know that we'll see another um, generation of Xbox. I think they just want to push game pass on everything. I wouldn't be surprised if the next Nintendo system you can get Game Pass on to be able to play, you know, all well, the Game Pass stuff. Now. Well, you can Not, do that now. I, 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 no, you can't. Well, you know, it's, it's no different than PlayStation Network. It's no different than no, but you you know, can't. whatever Xbox no, does. No, 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 but I'm saying like literally. But literally, well, I, I like the ne- year, you know, For what? It's like, I mean, Nintendo, I do the same thing. Nintendo Pass? No, no, I yeah. get three games on Nintendo every month. You know, on my what? Switch, I get you, I get free every month. Just the same. What do you do now? What? Yeah, you, you get do free on the Switch. Oh, there's all on the Switch, games. dude. You can They're all older games. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. older games. So, oh, like, yeah, you oh, can okay. download. You can download, yes. and I guess it would be considered. No, no, I get all, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So you can do like the original eight bit Nintendo. You can do Super Nintendo. Yeah. You can do mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, sixty four. You could do Genesis, yeah, and then you could yeah. do. Um, the Sega Genesis, I think. Uh, what else That's do I have? I've, I had to buy one of them. But then every month they just keep adding to the collection. Not every month, it's whenever the fuck they feel like it. That's like, the problem. Whatever, dude. Every time I turn it on, it's like, hey, you got a new one. Oh, because you know? you I mean, oh, they have the Game Boy shit on there now too, right? The GBA, the Game yeah. Boy, the Game Boy Advance, Game yeah, Boy Color. Could, yeah. I think it's. I think they're all emulators, but. Yeah, I'm saying that the next generation is there, there's going to be a chance that the next generation of Nintendo actually has Xbox Game Pass, which means that any third party game or any old Xbox game that's on Game Pass now, you could download for your Nintendo. You know, they already have it on even fucking like TVs and shit where you can you have Game Pass for your smart TV. Where you can download and play, you know, or play it via cloud uh, gaming. Um, all of the the Game Pass library that's available in cloud. That that's Xbox Play right now. Is they just want to put Game Pass on everything they can. Because for what what does it cost? Amazon was trying to do something like that. Yeah, they, yeah, they were trying to do that for like a Fire TV and, and uh, yeah, you know, whatever, even though like whatever uh, Amazon uh, the Fire Stick and all that stuff. Right. I think a lot of them are puzzle games or something. You can play, um, like, on uh, Facebook or something, you know? Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, how the whole thing plays out. But it's obviously going digital. I hope there's still a way to play some physical. I mean, obviously, legacy consoles, you're always going to be able to play physical. And that's why I'm such a fan of the homebrew community, too. I love the fact that there's still people out there making, like, games for my NES and games for my Genesis or Super Nintendo, you name it. There's people out there making games for it still. And putting out physical media, and I love to check that shit out and support it. Um, and if you like to see that kind of shit, you can check my streams because that's all I stream: home homebrew games. Um, but and some dude, some of these guys are so clever; they make like this. I'm telling you, this Dungeons and Dooms Doom Knights game. There's never been anything out for the NES that plays like this and is as good as this is right now. It's great, and it's I'm super enjoying it. Um, so, you know, come by and watch me stream it at some point. Um, but we have, do we have anything else we want to talk about with, um, no, digital versus, uh, yeah, I think we're done with that. So, um, well, we did, now that we, we have we basically laid out the pluses and minuses and there are yeah. pluses and minuses in both ends. I think we're good. So, um, the, just, the the summary is, yeah, yeah, for you, but it's just basically, yeah. you know, convenient versus. Buy more physical so they keep making physical shit. But it's not going to happen. Companies don't want it, which means no, eventually that's, everything it's not going to happen. Everything's just bullshit. But well, then anyway, buy physical when you can. That, right, exactly. Buy physical. Um, but anyway, now that we've got all the boring stuff out of the way, I'm going to start up some music. 
And when we come back, we will give our spoiler-free review of Octopath Traveler. See you in a bit. to our spoiler-free... Free, why can't I fucking say free? God damn it. I think I've tried to say that three different times and I fucked it up every time. Um, spoiler-free <laughs> review of Octopath Traveler. Um, this was one that I played as part of my backlog and I played it in early 2022 and I, okay, just totally up front, I actually, I never finished this game, but I've put about I think I put like 72 hours into it and um, came very close. And then for whatever reason, just never completed it. But maybe I'll go back and finish it. But I got enough into it to where I want to talk about it. So I think there's some some really great stuff about it and some stuff I have a little bit of a gripe about. Overview of it is game was created by Square Enix, um, obviously Final Fantasy creators. Uh, it originally released in July of 2018 for the Nintendo Switch, then released in June of 2019 for PC, and then finally in April of 2020 for Google Stadia, and then, oh wow, okay, so 2020 for Google Stadia, and then finally in March of 2021 for the Xbox One on Game Pass. Um, I don't know that it's still on Game Pass. I haven't looked. I probably should have done that before we jumped on here. But if you have Xbox One or Series S, X, and you have Game Pass, um, I highly recommend this game. Uh, the genre is it's an old-school turn-based RPG. Um, if you played the Super Nintendo-era RPGs, even the PlayStation um, RPGs for the most part, it's your... Typical turn-based, but with a little bit the how do you say it? The, better, well, obviously a little bit of graphics, although it still looks like a two right. or sixteen. So, uh, right, yeah, but yeah, and then but the mechanics of the game are completely revamped. So there's not there's so many different fighting styles. There's so many different yeah. um, equipment, uh, that kind of stuff. There, it's way the content of the game basically outweighs the graphics. And even though the graphics are not bad, Dude, the, the, the content of that game way just super good. It really the, is. I think that's one of the places where this game fucking like super shines is the graphics. And for those that, you know, I mean, Scott and I are old school video game fans. So we, we have a little bit of a nostalgia for playing something on that looks like an NES game or a Super Nintendo game or whatever because... We've played that shit and we love it. And to this new, I think they call it like HD 2D or 2D HD. I don't know. Um, but dude, I loved it because you have like your Super Nintendo 16-bit kind of style characters, but the backgrounds had like some updated. It was kind of a little bit more than like a 16-bit background. Yeah, a lot of a lot of shading, you know. So like a lot of the backgrounds yeah. were. It's, you know, where you're walking around and the background's just straight, but then you're walking through it like that. It's I like parallax uh, scrolling and stuff like that. Dude, and the music, the mu- dude, yeah. the music in this game, it, I, I'm like, I'll buy, I, I would buy the soundtrack to this game. Yeah, the music in this game completely set the, the tone and like the, it's fucking amazing. It's so, so good. So as far as like, you know, art style, music and all that kind of stuff, I would, just with that alone, I'm like, dude, that it's a A plus 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 that all that shit. The fucking game was great. But also remember, it's, I mean, it's called Octopus. So there's eight different characters in that game. Yes, and, and eight different is, stories, right? Right, and, and but they all come together at the end. Yes, uh, you know. But you got to also remember, it is a typical Final Fantasy type of game or any turn based kind of game. There is a lot of grinding involved in that. I remember there was three different dungeons mm-hmm. in that game that were all level 50 that you had to basically just run around in. It's a level up. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, there is, there's a lot of grinding. There's a lot of hidden stuff, believe it or not. You know, it's just not like right out in the open. So you can go to the back back part of the screen and then, right. you know, go through a, a hidden tunnel. Right, right, see. like under underneath yeah. a cavern or something like that. Right. That you can't really, like, see. yeah, yeah. And get like a, a so particular chest that might have. 
there's a lot more there. I think it's other than that. But um, yes. my biggest, I'm going to tell you my biggest gripe of that game. Well, hey, maybe well, I don't. Let, well, go ahead. Let's. Well, yeah, if you want to go do a gripe, go ahead. I, my only gripe, I guess, was the end because you were separated with eight different people, but you were separated at three different parties, and you had to basically move up the ladder to the next battle to find, you know, a new the other party, and then you had to go up another get, you know. So once you started playing your characters, they weren't initially at the end at the ending dungeon. Once you get into that end, there was no going back. You can't stay. You can't do anything. There was no go. I don't even mm-hmm. think you could heal. There was just nothing, you know, you just can only move forward. But it, to move forward, you had to go through like a, a tournament style bracket, if you could move through a bracket. Yeah. You know, where there was, you know, there was this battle, this battle, this battle, this battle. I think it was four different teams. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for but sure. you picked up like some other teams along the way. So, I mean, there are extra characters, but the main storyline were those. Full disclosure, I never beat the game either because it took so, it, it, the ending was so hard. How many hours did you put into it? I'd have to turn on my switch. I remember when you were going through it, though. I put like 72 into it, and I didn't finish it. I just got to the point. So I guess if there's there's any kind of grape, and I don't want to, it's so hard, right? Because we're reviewing a game that neither one of us had finished. And it was was a difficult game. Um, There was a lot of tough parts. Um, and I want to get into the battle system, too, because that, I thought that was super unique and super cool. Well, let's just get into the battle system real quick. So you had to, like, break characters, like, break the monsters before you could actually do any real damage to them. So everybody had, like, you know, they would have, like, either a, you would, like, let's say you, you're an archer, right? I, I'm trying to figure out an elegant way to explain this because it's kind of complicated, but once you understand it, it's not. So if you have an archer and you shoot, like, an enemy... It would show like a little arrow above the enemy. Um, if I remember right, Scott, correct me if I'm I'm doing this wrong. That would say like, okay, yes, that this enemy is weak against arrows to be able to break it. And then you would do different, you know, shots against, and it would not only be arrows, but it could be arrows and it could be swords or whatever. And then once you broke its shield, then you could just damage the shit out of the enemy. But you you would have to strategically set up your party to attack enemies based on their weaknesses um, before you actually were able to kill the enemy, which made uh, some pretty battles sometimes. But it's still super fun, though. I mean, the, I thought the battle system well, was great. Again, they put it, made it in a way that it wasn't like one of those games that you just go in and hit the fight and then you'll just bam, 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 take them all. No, no, every single like battle that. meant something. Yeah, every single yeah, battle you was, could die. Yep. I mean, unless you were like high, high. If you're, right. you know, level 50 going up against a level 2. But, um, you know, but other than that, just like you said, you know, where it put in that. And I believe there was like an accessory or something that you wore that actually gave the stats or maybe a spell or something that you casted. And it would tell you how many hit points, how many, and what it was weak to, what it was, you know. Don't remember there that. There were a lot of monsters. There, there were, there, in those uh, level 50 dungeons, if you just hit fight and you were fighting, there were some monsters that actually absorbed physical attacks. So you could not just fight where you had to. You yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you have to pay attention. You, you know, you take a monster halfway down and then you use something that they absorb, like a physical attack. And then all of a sudden they're getting their hit. I mean, so there was there was a lot of strategy oh. involved in that game. Why do I, I don't remember that, but yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, there was a lot of a little yeah, bit. There's a lot of there was a lot of strategy involved in it. And yeah, I remember playing. But again, I mean, if you were high level, or trying to level up or fart around or going to lower level stuff, experience or whatever, yeah, yeah. you could just But to get right, to that level, you know. But yeah, uh, no. Again, I think it, it, when it comes down to that game, I think that was the first game that actually, and I'm probably wrong about that. Somebody correct me, but I think it's the first game that became pretty popular with a old school look. You know what I mean? Where all of a sudden, old school games got a resurgence. Hell, they yeah. made another well, one. I there think, was think, um, too. There was Bravely Unlikely. I, there was there was I a couple of games that. that you know there was I a think, bunch. That Sea yeah. of Stars that they're playing, you oh, know, okay. that they just got done. Or you You're going to get an episode like of Sea of Stars, that fucking game. That, that's, a, that, that's an old that school might be type my, of ah, fuck, But I think that's what it is, is those type of games are making a resurgence. They would have yeah. not, right. not have came out with, um, um, 
Octopath Travelers. If Octopath, right. the first one, wasn't so successful. And it was. So you're it was very right. Uh, yeah, you're 100% right. Too, but... I own it, but I haven't played it yet. Yeah, um, I haven't played it and it, a little bit of me is I'm afraid to play it because I know how many hours I put in the original Octopath Traveler and I didn't finish it. So I'm like, fuck, do I need? And this is part of my, like, all right, the whole premise of the Overwhelmed Gamer podcast, right? Because I have all these different fucking games that I want to play. And the same thing with this. It's like, fuck, I didn't beat this one. So do, do I need to go back? And I'm one of those guys, too, that's like, I, I, I remember most of everything, but... If I'm going to replay Octopath Traveler, I'm going to start fresh because it's been like a year since I've played it, right? So I'm not going to start at my save point because none of the shit will... Well, you know, that might not be true with this game. Because I think you can go back and kind of look at you. Honest with you I, think, um, I think it comes down to this, too. And I know that's the way it is for me. Um, I'm very committed. Or mm-hmm. or one or the other. But um, when I sit down and I play a game, I got to sit down and I beat that game exclusively. I'm not playing five other games. I am playing that game and I'm going to beat that game. Right now I'm playing Dragon Quest. Next On next week's podcast, you're going to ask me, what are you playing now? And I'm going to tell you, Dragon Quest because that's the game that I just <laughs> right. keep on playing. You know, yeah. and, and like yeah. I said, I'm halfway through it and I'm already 70 hours into it, you know, or whatever it is. Uh, so it, it's just that way. So Octopath Traveler to me was like that. Uh, although I didn't beat it, I got to the end. But the ending itself was going to take a couple hours just to be. Right. And you couldn't stay halfway through. You had, if you were that committed, you had to do it right from that start and go all the way to the end. A typical Final Fantasy, typical Square software, Square Enix. The right. bosses, the main bosses in most of those games, Final Fantasies, any of those, usually take a long time. You know, I mean, where you can sit down and adventure for a while. But as soon as you get, you know, as soon as you go through the whole storyline, you get to the end boss. The end boss is going to take an hour to beat or longer. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 There's like the you're exactly right. The boss battles were epic. They're big, you know, yeah. and that's a typical Square Enix game. Right. It's kind of how how everything rolls. Um, I mean, there was, you know, they did hit some home runs when they did it. You know, when they on some games like that or yeah. most of the games like that. But it. In other ones, they kind of took a different direction that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII. They just re-released Final Fantasy That was the most horrible fucking game I ever played. My- I- wait, hang on. We're not even going to talk about Wait, Shut up. We're not going to talk about you, that because we're going to do an episode that, on the That's fine. But and I'm just going to say this now. The boss in that <laughs> game, the main boss at the end of that game, got me so mad I threw my controller. And and that doesn't normally happen to me. And I was I was committed well, to play that. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna add that one to my backlog because I, I I played it a little bit. And I'm gonna add their original one because that was a PS. That's another PS one. I actually own it. I think. Do I own it? I might own it. If I'm not, I'll fucking buy it. Um, and I'm gonna play that game on and um see because you pretty much uh you suck at most games. So I want to no, see don't. like if I play play it <laughs> well, if I, I can. Yeah, kind of. Do. You know what, dude? And and we'll That's talk about it. But I can tell you what, how to do that. There's the ending in that game is going through a house, beating up several different bosses without any ability. So, like, if you beat up the boss, you gain one of your abilities. So, if you beat up this particular boss, you can get the abilities to use items. Or and then you go on to the next one and you beat that boss, then you get the the ability to use spells. You know, like other. Because you lose all of your ability. I'm sure. Yeah, whatever. We're getting off track. We're still trying to yeah, review Octopath Traveler. So, We're going to get into well, it, So yeah, I want to know. That's all Dad is just, like, talking about hella spoilers. God damn it, where the hell did <laughs> Ashley <laughs> He's, in like, from? literally giving the whole. Yeah, I am. No, no, no. He's not giving away. <laughs> it's all good. Um, what, I want to know, though, your thought as far as, like, the storyline for Octopath, like, what what did you think? For, well, here, I'll well, give you my first, I'll let you. I a lot of it, but I'll tell you what, it was, uh, the storyline was very engaging, I guess. Yeah, for that was, time. yeah. Um, it was a fantastic, and, and again, playing with eight different characters, and they all had their different well, stories. Right, each person was, had their own very, story that you could go through, yep. which was very cool, and, like, I think that was kind of the whole drawing endpoint to the game was I'm struggling with how to actually describe it because it's hard to like, 
well, think what about you did was, you know what, each character you played through their story. So then when you got right. to that end, you got to the end of their, not even to the end, you got, because I think you had to go through each character. Like, if you went through. Yeah, and each character had, like, like four or five through, different, like, sections. Right. Yeah. I, I think it was four. I think, you know, so, like, you played right, right. the main character and you got up to his storyline and he was done or cut off right there, then it tells you to mm-hmm. go on to the next character and play that character. And then after you go through several characters, then it'll go back to that first character, and then you right. have to play a little bit more of his story or her story or however you did. I think you had a choice of, um, yeah. you didn't have to play him in a, but eventually they all just run into each other. Or uh, right. better yet, I think even throughout the story, they run into each other, but then when you pick that particular character, then that character starts his story, but it shows his part of the story in the coming to meet that. So you're almost right. It's like a flash. Yeah, you know it all I mean? kind of so like, at some point, depending yeah. on who you're using. Yeah, yeah. it's super. It was, yeah, it, it was. I like yeah, the way it was great. I love the way Yeah, me too. Like as far as like, um, for me, just to kind of wrap this whole thing up, the, the strengths for me of the game were one: the, the graphics I loved, the the music was incredible. I mean, like so incredible. I. Like, literally, I'm probably going to go buy this soundtrack so I can listen to it. It's so good. The stories were, and even the stories were super engaging with every single person. Because every person had their own single story. I personally started with, my main character was the rogue. And I don't remember his name. Could you name your guys? Or no? No, they already had their, I don't remember either. Yeah. So I started with the rogue, which is like my favorite character to play in any, like, if I'm going to play like an RPG and I get to choose... I'm going to play like either an archer or a thief, like these stealthy kind of people is like my preference. But um, the story was really, really good. All that was great. Graphic story, music, everything. My weaknesses on this game were, even though the story was uh, really good per character, it kind of got a little monotonous where you were like, okay, it was the same thing. You're like, okay, I got said character, then I'm going to go in and do their chapter, and then we're going to get to a boss, then we're going to kill a boss, then we're going to move on. And I don't know why, because I'm a story driven. I like, for me, playing video, it's all about the story. Like, give me an engaging story, and I don't care if it's an RPG, an adventure game, a fucking racing game, whatever it is. You give me a good story, and I'm hooked. Um, but for whatever reason, with this game, I got to a point where I was like. Ah, I'm just, I want to play something different. And that, you know, goes to show you, because I, I didn't finish this. I, I need, I just, I have the urge to play something different. And I I played, I should mention, I played it on the Switch. Uh, Scott, I'm, uh, did you play yeah, it on the same yeah, thing? Right. Switch, No, yeah. I played it on the Switch. Yeah. And I have um, a physical copy. Yeah, same. In fact, I actually have it right here. Octopath Traveler. Um, definitely. I mean, I would say if you're an RPG fan, you got to give it a try, especially if you're an old school RPG fan. It's, it's good. It's it's a good game. Okay. So there's, I mean, to a certain extent, that's the difference between you and I, I didn't mind the grinding. I can see that, you know, I can see some people, you know, damn it. You know, I gotta, gotta get this character up to a certain level and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I I didn't mind the grinding. Uh, Like I said, the bad, the worst part I thought was the ending. Um, but the rest of the game was fantastic. I can't, I like it. This is what I like most about it. It gave me the old school nostalgia feel going back to the turn-based RPG that I loved. And, Which and, we loved. And again, that was Yeah, that was basically my preference. Both of us. When I look at yeah. this game, and because they kind of got away from it. Even if you play <laughs> the newer Final Fantasy games, there's no turn-based. There's, it's just an action game. Well, it's that's just, what... Fuck. We, all right, I don't want to like get too off. Yeah, go ahead. But that's what they, well, they, as far as I'm concerned, they got off track of that. And that's why I liked it because, and then obviously I was not the only one because they came out with the two, because they came out with Bravely, uh, Bravely Likely, yeah. I think. I call it Unlikely, but I think it's Bravely Likely. Yeah, there's all kinds of live Yeah. I also have yeah. a triangle strategy I picked up as well for the oh, Switch yeah, yeah. a couple weeks which ago, was which is the same company. Yeah, well, it's it's by the same division of Square. Right. Square Enix has an entire separate division dedicated yeah. to those type of games. Yes, that's why I that's why I'm a huge Dragon Warrior because they did not yeah, another Square, Square Enix game. But so all right, all right, so it's, we're, the same, we're gonna, it's the same reason turn based. I like that. We're going to uh, 
like just take a quick, super quick, like um, drift from the review, and because adding to my backlog, give me a Dragon Warrior game that I need to play. The seven, I haven't seven. Eight. All right, well that was quick. Or even eight. Seven and eight. All right, hang on. I mean, I ten was it. really good, but ten was different. Seven and eight—I don't even know if nine was ever released. To be honest, with you. seven and eight were really, really good. All right, added to the really backlog. Good. All right, so in closing up, um, what uh, what would you give this game? I I don't know. We need to come up with like I a consistent. I give it a solid BD plus if we're doing that kind of scale. Yeah, we're gonna do like I, yeah, we're gonna do that. That's a good scale. I, I'm down with that. Do it like a grading scale. Yeah. So like it's a solid F, BD plus. F, F D. Yeah, sure. See, like the regular. All right, so you would say B plus? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah I, from what I think. <laughs> so I'll do a B plus from everything that I played slash I. Because <laughs> I, I didn't complete it, so I gave it an yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm right. Well, I might go a B, which is still a really, really good score. I, I, Again, I, you, I could do beat, high... you could beat the sound, the graphics, the gameplay, the mechanics of yeah. it. And you if, if you're an old. If you're an old school RPG fan, like you want a turn-based game, you haven't played this game yet. My, it's fantastic. I, it's it's super good. I, you know, maybe one day I'll get back into it and uh, actually finish the thing. But yeah, I would give it a solid B. So we got a B and a B plus. Um, great game, and um, yeah, it's one from the backlog that I was glad I was able to get a chance to play. So yeah, well let's uh, let's wrap up our, our review here. We gave it a review. And then when we come back, we're going to discuss our, uh, or my, or my dumbass of the week. I get to go on a little tangent on some dumb bastard, some poor dumb bastard that I found on Facebook that posted something stupid. And we can all give our take on it, and it'll be fun. And I'm like four drinks in, which will even make it more fun. See you in a second. Now we are going into our dumb ass of the week, which is a little segment where I find stupid people on social media that have said even dumber stuff, kind of let them know what actually is going on. So um, I probably should have had a better intro for this. Maybe I'll stick one in later, but I'm just going to roll with this, and here we go. Um, we got this guy. All right, let me, like, preface this thing. So there was a discussion. I think I think this one was on Facebook, and it was a discussion about somebody, like, somebody reached out on, like, the PS5, like, Facebook group that I belong to that they were not able to connect to the internet. They're like, and the, their ISP like it actually came back with an error message that said the console was blocked for whatever reason, okay? Um, and that could mean a number of things. You know, maybe they had another console that was connected and I, their, whatever their ISP doesn't allow, what, whatever. No, like, zero fault of the person that's trying to actually reach out for help in this forum. And there's a guy, well, I'm assuming it's a guy, Andrew Allman on Facebook. He, he, so the first post he writes out that I'm just going to, I'm going to read his post for verbatim. That sucks. I've been wanting one since release, waited for the next generation of PS5 to see if they're seeing if they're better. And you're telling me you have a brand new one and it doesn't work. Glad I went with Xbox first. Because Sony needs to get their shit together. And he's put the wrong there. He put T-H-E-R-E. Their shit together. I've seen nothing but problems with the PS5. Not one thing about the Xbox. And I am a PlayStation user. Been all my life. And I am not going to dish out $500 or more for a console I can't guarantee will work or not have problems. Where the fuck do we start for people? This is the part of the internet that makes me want to fucking start choking people. Listen, you dickhead. For one, you say you... <laughs> okay, for, let, let, let's start back. Has Have any of us have had problems with our PlayStation 5? Not unless it was an internet. No. And that's, and that's not Stoney's fault. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, we've never had any problems. Right. So this Brad gets online and starts talking about he's so glad that he didn't buy a PlayStation Five because okay. Oh, and then he says the because uh, Sony needs to get the shit together. I've never seen nothing but problems from the PS Five. How the fuck do you know if there's been problems with PS Five if you haven't owned one, you dumbass? And and all you're going by. Other dumbasses complaining about oh, no. it. 
and this is media. What, yeah, this is what piss, and this is what pisses me off is like these people that come on. He he just posted something just to post something, and none of it's fucking. He doesn't know any of whatever. Like this guy. There guy's might be some specifics, you know. Like I, I am not even kidding. There might be some Say this guy actually got online or and did something that you know that uh, was against their you know Sony's policy. You know, as far as how you interact or how you play with. I mean. You could have got online and fucking just went and done something. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then Sony's going to say, well, you know, somebody right. complained about it. And Sony's going to just, just yeah. these, these motherfuckers that come on the internet and they're like, dude, that's why I'm glad I didn't buy a PlayStation 5 because yeah, all the see, PlayStation the 5s in the nope. entire world are broken yeah. because your shit, your internet shit doesn't work. That's the, I definitely don't okay, I speak for us, but I speak for all of us. Sony doesn't want you. You're the dumb. Nobody wants you. Stop playing video games, you <laughs> dumb bastard. Andrew Amon, you need to go fucking sit in a corner and fist yourself, you stupid motherfucker. I hate you, and um, you, you are, are the are one. Dumb. Go ahead, dumbass of the week. But you are the one that's going to end up pissing everybody off off just because you know who, who wants to play with somebody like that. If you got nothing, nobody to, does. If you got an idiot, yeah. If you're just, you're just going to constantly bitch if you're on any kind of game that has like a voice server or even text. You know, um, you know, even text based or no, whatever, and then this dude's and complain and whatever. Nah, we don't want he to. He sucks. He we sucks. Don't yeah, don't don't you know? Sell all your your uh, every video game equip piece of equipment you have. You should sell it and don't play video games ever again. Nobody wants to hang out with you. Don't say stupid shit on the internet. Just go find something else to be bored with. Stuff, the life. Yeah, find something else to do with your powers. So anyway, well, Andrew Almond of Facebook, you are the dumbass of the week. You're you're dumb. Um. Anyway, that'll do it for our show this week. If you'd like to get in touch with us, visit our website at overwhelmedgamer.show. You can find all my social media and stream links there. Um, also, if you want to add something to my backlog to play, just hit me up on social media, add it there, let me know what's going on. Scott or Ashley, you got anything else you want to discuss before we end this thing? Did you, you make your uh, Discord club public or no? No, not yet. That, that'll be down the line. We're, okay. I, I haven't done that yet, but uh, we'll we'll definitely add that next, maybe next week we'll, we'll get it. Uh, Again, I mean, we're not going to pay for any of this, but you know, I listen to it on iHeartRadio. There's <laughs> Other platforms that you can listen to. Yeah, you can listen to anything um, pretty much iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher, Pandora, Stitcher, yeah. whatever. Oh, and check out my streams too. So um, going forward, I'll be streaming every Wednesday and Friday night at about somewhere between 11 and midnight. I'll be streaming for about an hour and I'll be streaming homebrew Central games. Time. Yeah, Central Time. Um, and I'll be streaming homebrew games. Those change, Those times might change, fluctuate here and there, but for sure, Wednesday nights will stay the same. But yeah, check me out on stream if you're interested in checking out some homebrew games and listening to me babble. Otherwise, yeah, that's it. We finished another episode. Got anything else, guys? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that we are getting to the season where the Midwest Gaming Classic is coming up. So we're sure. getting pretty excited about that. So we're going to probably plug that a lot and uh, yeah. talk about that here and there. Probably, you know, just peppered in. Yeah, definitely. You know, but other than it's that. Just some uh, small, tiny segments. Yeah. Leading yeah, up to the Midwest Gaming Classic. And again, you know, this is the Overwhelming Gamer Podcast, so we're hitting up a lot of older games, and and that's the whole point. Absolutely. Stay, you know, stick with us. All right. We're calling it a night. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Peace.